Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Could definitely see it happening. We get Ben Ransom's thoughts from Sky Sport UK now. He is with us uh, from live from Goodison Park, I believe. Morning, Ben. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Um, yeah, Goodison Park, the home of the form team in the Premier League right now, ever since bouncing, aren't they? So should be good tonight, take on Fulham in the League Cup. Yeah, mate, well, i tell you what, if they get another 10-point deduction, they could win the league the way they're going. <laughs> I know, it's remarkable, isn't it? I was at the, uh, I was at the game when they played Chelsea here um, last week, and the fact that even then, even going into the game, they've accumulated more points than Chelsea this season. Then they beat them. Um, it just—it really is remarkable. If it wasn't for that deduction, they'd be challenging for Europe. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And Sean Dyche, he said after the last win at Burnley at the weekend, we're on to something here. When he says that, you know he means it. Yeah, Dyche is uh, one of the great, one of the un- most underrated managers, I think, in the Premier League when you consider what he did at Burnley for so long and now what he's doing at Everton. Uh, we, we're just uh, do- talking as we were getting you on air about Aston Villa as well, uh, Ben, mm. and Unai Emery. Uh, what chance do you give them of, of taking this title challenge right to the wire? Well, look, they, Villa are obviously historically a really big club. Um, they've won the European Cup. You know, they're, they're, they're decent. They've challenged at the very top. But they've also had a fairly lean, what, 15, 20 years, give or take. Um, I think, judging by the way they're playing and judging by the way Unai Emery's got them kind of believing in his system and his tactical nows, I think they've got every chance. I mean, you can't deny it now. The fact they've had these big results, the fact that they're so hungry, the fact that, for example, they played Man City off the park, uh, in that one they'll win a couple of weeks ago. They are on it. They are full of belief. And you put them up against anyone. They're starting to get results away from home too, which is important because obviously at home they built Villa Park into a bit of a fortress. But away they're starting to do the same now. So I, I mean, you can't... If they can get through this Christmas period and they can just stay away from major injuries, then look, why not? Why not? They're, they're dealing with European football as well on a Thursday night. They're in it. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I love a fairy tale finish, and you, you just can't. Not long ago, you think back to Leicester City and what they were able to do in the EPL. But Jose Mourinho has come out and he's predicted Premier League winners. He's still got Manchester City alongside Liverpool. What is going on with Man City? Are you concerned? I think there's got to be a little bit of concern. The fact that the supporters are starting to show concern for the first time in three seasons tells you that Mm. things aren't quite right because they're seeing their team play every week. And as much as results have largely still been good, barring, obviously, the blip, performance is a thing that's more worrying because even though Pep keeps coming out and saying, look, I'm pleased with the way my team's playing, he can't be because they're not at their best. They they are so far below where they were last year where they Mm. were absolutely relentless. Now, 
I wouldn't put it past them to win the next 15, 20 games of the Premier League and, you know, cut the gap to Arsenal, overtake them and, and start leading the way again. But the squad isn't necessarily that big. You've seen the absence of De Bruyne and how much they felt this. You've seen in the last couple of weeks the absence of Haaland as well. It's a tricky situation for me. The most points they can get, I looked at this the other day, is 97. Now, that seems like a lot, but that's if they win every single one of their remaining games. And don't forget, they've still got to go to Liverpool, got to play Newcastle, got to go to Spurs, got to play Brighton. They've got some really mm-hmm. tough games in there. And actually, that points total all of a sudden. You start to think, well, there's an opportunity, certainly, for Liverpool, Arsenal, even Villa. Ben, it's um, it's interesting to see what they do here in, in terms of if this changes the way Guardiola thinks because he quite likes to have a small squad. But with the amount of games they have fighting on so many fronts, a Club World Cup now as well, that could be biting them in the bum this season, couldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, they've got to balance a lot. Um, recruitment is the thing, I think. I think they're just slightly short on bodies. I think they're... Um, they're not quite, not quite firing, as I said. Um, they're chasing a lot. There's no doubt about it. And they believe in themselves. They believe they can win on all fronts. Um, I just think that the one thing in their favour, and we've got to remember this, is what they've done over the last three seasons particularly. Three consecutive Premier League titles. They're chasing a fourth, which would be a record. Winning the trouble last year was an immense achievement. There's always going to be some dip after that. So I think that... Um, yeah, like I think City are they're still probably just about now favourites, but that's still, that could change massively over the next two weeks. 115, uh, was it, sorry, £120,000 fine for failing to control their players against Spurs. <laughs> uh, as I saw somebody on Twitter say, £120,000 fine and only 115 charges to go. Um, <laughs> this is not going away anytime soon. Have we got any update on, on where the club are at with this? Have they made any reaction to the fine? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, they've just got to accept it, haven't they? It's one of those things, I think. Um, the fact they're away in Saudi uh, means that we're not getting a great deal about on it on that. Um, the whole best team's out there. But look, I don't expect anything from that. I'm sure they'll just take up the chin. They can't really, you can't really argue with the charge. And on that basis, they just have to, you know, swallow the, swallow the fine. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you're right to mention the Premier League charges too, because, yeah, that is the thing that's still hanging over them. Obviously, we're still waiting and waiting and waiting for a date to be set. There was some talk in the media over here in the last couple of weeks that we'd see something next year. Um, but that is also, I've been told, optimistic as well. So it might be that it might run into the following year, so 2025 still, and I mean, look, by that point, Guardiola's coming to the last year of his contract. It's, um, it feels like a long way away, so I, I wouldn't expect anything imminent on that side of things, that's for sure. Hey, Ben, I uh, just want to take a little bit right here and talk some boxing, mate. Uh, there's the day of reckoning this weekend. Anthony Joshua taking on Otto Wallen, but our very own Joseph Parker taking on America's Deontay Wilder, mate. Uh, how excited are you for this full fight card, and what are your expectations for Anthony Joshua? Well, look, this will tell you how excited I am because I am Sky Sports through and through, uh, and this is not a Sky Sports card. We have huge rivalry between Sky Sports and DAZN and uh, B- well, TNT, they're called now, which is the old BT Sports. So huge rivalries in terms of uh, these cards we've been putting on. Different promoters, different TV mm. broadcast deals, but I'm definitely going to pay for this because this is mega. Um, I'm really intrigued to see where AJ's at. I think it's a, it's a decent fight without being incredibly tough you'd expect him to get through it um but look i'm I'm more excited for the wilder parker fight i think it's really intriguing 
I love Joe Parker. Obviously, he spent a lot of time in the northwest of England, which is where I am now. See him quite a lot around the uh, various fights. Um, speak to him quite a lot. He's a lovely fella. Such a talented boxer. He's got a good chin. Wilder, obviously, I was at two of the three Fury fights. Incredible mm. power. Been away for a while. Anything could happen in this fight. I can't see Parker knocking Wilder out, but I mm. can see him hanging in there because we, he's shown that chin before. And look, if Wilder is slightly rusty, doesn't quite land, if Parker's smart that and can avoid that big shot, then maybe he can cause a massive upset because obviously, already, even Wilder this week's been talking about once he's through Parker, the AJ fight's going to happen next year, which is obviously something I want to see. But you can't underestimate your man. There's no way you can. <laughs> can't be looking yeah. too far in advance, that's for sure. Ben, now, I know you're at Goodison Park. You've got, you got a live TV cross to do for Sky Sports now, haven't you? Do we need to let you go? Yes, exactly right. I've been shouted at by my, by my producer now. So, yeah, um, happy <laughs> Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. Hopefully I'll chat to you in 2024. Yeah, indeed, mate. Go Thanks, well. Ben. Thanks very much for your time. There you go, Ben Ransom for Sky Sport UK. Uh, you got League Cup action on this weekend. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, Izzy? I mean, I don't know if you were ever in that position as a, uh, you know, with the Crusaders or with the All Blacks where you had mm. a team in front of you that you kind of dismissed and you were looking because you had a big game. I don't know whether it's, you know, you were playing. You just never do that. Yeah. You never, ever do that. Like, Rugby World Cup, that is the time when it can trip you up big time. If you're looking to the next game, you might be taking on a Tonga and you're looking forward to front. You just never. It was never, ever part of our communication it was never part of our mindset and leaders and coaching group and everyone that's part of an organization will do their very best to stop because the brain will do funny things and it'll look forward and look past what's in front of you because you look at the bigger picture but Deontay Wilder coming out and saying well the Anthony Joshua deal is on for next year everyone wants to see that fight but Joseph Parker will be licking his lips yes Deontay's got a big right hand and he's devastating if he connects. But boxing, you know, like with the jab, continuing to work the punch, that is Joseph, Joseph Parker's bread and butter. He's going to be busy. I've got, I've got a little bit of confidence with Joe Parker. And I know in the past we've had a confidence and we've been let down probably. But this time there's something different. He looks like he's in good shape. He's dedicated. He's put the work in. He's got that guy, George, who looks after his nutrition. He's been training the house down. He looks like a totally different fighter. And he also has a bit of a more killer instinct than he used to have, eh? And I think that mm. comes from training with Tyson Fury and Andy Lee. That, that's right. And when you surround yourself around the best, the Gypsy King, who, who you know, is arguably one of the best heavyweights, um, you're going to learn a lot. And you're going to learn the little things that you potentially thought you knew and thought was going to get you success, but just... Can't, can't quite cut it. For me, Allah, when I was playing at the Landers, I thought I knew everything. And then I come up to the north and I come to Christchurch and I'm surrounding myself around world-class athletes and I figured out, okay, I know very, very little here. I'm going to soak it all up. And that's what I'm starting to see from, from Joseph Parker. It is such a good car. you got Anthony Joshua taking on Otto Wallen. you got Deontay Wilder, Joseph Parker. you got Philippe Hagov, Hagovic taking on Mark Demori. De Dimitri Bival taking on Lyndon Arthur. Joe Apatire taking on Alice Zorro. That's going to be a doozy. And Daniel Dubois taking on Jarrell Mitchell. Daniel Dubois is the big guy, full of muscle. Dynamite. He he's, pack, he's dynamite. He can pack a punch. You've got Asalimbek uh, Mukadov, and you've got Ajit Kubavaye and Frances and Junior Far. So it's such a good card, man. I cannot wait. This Sunday. Woo! 
Yeah. You've got to be booking that at the in-laws. Yeah, that'll be a good one, mate. Bring it on. Bring it on. That's a, it's a breakfast one, though. It's an up early breakfast one, but that's mm. all right. Uh, yeah, what time will it start? I reckon around so, 7, I think. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's, fine. that's, that's too That's easy. That's easy, mate. But, yeah, because that's the other thing is that I don't think anybody's talking about. People say they don't. I get why people don't think Joe's got a knockout punch, although he has finished a couple of guys mm. more recently. But I also wonder how, how good Wilder's chin is. Because, you know, mm. when he lost that fight to Fury, I mean, I haven't been punched in the head by a six-foot-nine Irishman, but I, mm. it, that punch didn't look like it was a clean, flush punch. I, he looked gassed. Yeah. It was probably more of a fatigue knockout than an actual punch knockout. Yeah. Um, so Joe would have seen that. He'll be busy. He'll be busy. He'll be working. I'm just thinking the reach might be a factor, but, man, I, I give him... A big chance. Double eight, double three. How much of a chance are you giving Joseph Parker? You know, like he he lost to who was the guy that they knocked him out, but he's lost to the the Chinese boxer the last couple of. Oh yeah, uh, Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce. Yeah, like he got devastatingly knocked out against Joe Joyce. I thought, oh, that might be it. But he's come back, and I think he beat Keane, knocked him out. He was a pretty good boxer, um, and now he's got a chance to to shock the world and put himself in the reckoning. Anthony Joshua. AJ, is he back to his best? Ooh, cannot wait. Mate, it's going to be a great fight. Looking forward to that very much. It is 20 past seven here on SENZ. Double eight, double three. A few things we want to ask you. Joe Parker, what chance are you give him against Wilder? But also, if you could ask Santa for one thing for your, your sports team for 2024, what are you asking Santa for for your sports team in 2024? Double eight, double three, the Temper Bedpost text machine. Want to hear from you. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this summer.